praise Shall the Lord. Shall be a performance. Well, let's lift our hands up. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word, your thoughts and your ways, your word. We receive your word. Not like a man is talking to us, but like it is the very word of God. That your word works mightily and effectually in us who believe. We thank you that your word works in us tonight and it is engrafted in us so we humble ourselves and ask you for fresh revelation. Fresh revelation, fresh application of your word in our lives. That we're not hearers only, but we are doers, that we act upon your word. Thank you for your blessing in our lives, that your word is forever settled in heaven, that you sent your word and it healed them and delivered them from their destructions. We thank you for that tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. Praise the Lord. You can sit down if you want to. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wow, I know that our time uh, is limited in this place uh, tonight, so we will move right along here, praise the Lord. And I think we kind of have a deadline to be out of here uh, or be finished by 930 or something like that, praise the Lord. So I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit. A lot of good places to start talking about the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one of the things that Dad Hagen said is the world needs to be taught to receive Jesus and the church needs to be taught to receive the Holy Spirit. The world needs to be taught to receive Jesus, but the church, believers, need to be taught how to receive the Holy Spirit, how to yield to the Holy Spirit, respond to the Holy Spirit, recognize the indwelling Holy Spirit. In other words, one of our confessions of faith is not only that we're redeemed by the blood, not only that Jesus is Lord, but part of our confession of faith is the person of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. What a confession of faith for you just to acknowledge the Holy Spirit, that he lives in us and he's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. He dwells in us. Amen. So at this point, we're really not trying to get him in. We're trying to get him out. Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? That he's in us, but we want to recognize him, acknowledge him, and learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit so that his work in us can affect everything around us. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So Ephesians chapter 3, this prayer is for believers, even for spirit-filled believers. And Ephesians chapter 3, uh, we love Ephesians chapter 1 prayer, but this prayer, Ephesians 3, is you're saying, Father God, uh, you're the father of the whole family in heaven and earth, and I bow my knees to you. And I'm asking you, Father, that you would grant me, or you could say us, that you would grant us according to the riches of your glory. Powerful phrase right there, the riches of his glory. <laughs> the riches of his glory. In other words, you've never seen glory without riches. That means God never shows up anywhere broke. Our other translations say the, the um, unlimited, immeasurable resources of his glory. In other words, so, so God, according to the riches of his glory, amen, and that phrase is in the New Testament four times 
the riches of his glory. And he says, and out of the rich resources of God's glorious person and his uh, resources, his presence, his power, that he would grant us to what? Be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Most of the time, we're thinking our problems have to do with the outward man, but really, uh, strengthening the inner man can solve a lot of outward man problems. Amen. So, strengthened with mighty power. The word might is the word mighty power, explosive power, tremendous power that Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. One translation says power, uh, the same kind that God has and exerts. All right, you ought to say, wow. <laughs> Amen. So receiving the Holy Spirit and learning to yield to him, and apparently this prayer is necessary because God can take us on further in recognizing and yielding to the Holy Spirit. In other words, sometimes you feel like uh, you've ex exhausted everything, you know, that you've tried to do and you can do, but really there's more power than you have ever accessed yet. Yeah. Amen. So you think, uh, amen. I have a preacher friend that uh, his, his uncle is also a pastor and his uncle uh, stutters um, and he, he has a stutter in his speech. But when he preaches, he never stutters. But when he talks, he stutters. So my pastor friend had been preaching on a certain subject, so he called his uncle. And his uncle said, you know, what what you been preaching on? And he told him what he'd been preaching on. He said, I preached on it so long, he said, I think I have exhausted the subject. Well, his uncle was an older preacher, and he said, no, 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 you, you, you have not, 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 not exhaust, exhausted the subject. He said, you may be exhausted, but the, the subject is, is, is inexhaustible. <laughs> Amen. So sometimes we think we know a lot about a certain subject, but uh, we think, oh, I've exhausted the subject. No, we, you know very little, actually. In other words, you may be exhausted, but the subject is what? Inexhaustible. So, in other words, the resources of God and the strength that comes from the Holy Spirit are inexhaustible supply of His goodness, His power, His grace. Amen. And so, this is a prayer for believers, even spirit filled believers, that you and I would be strengthened with mighty power by the Holy Spirit in the inner man. And the type or the picture of this in the Old Testament is a Psalms 18, where the, David said, the Lord will light my candle and then I can run through a troop, jump over a wall, chase my enemies down, trample them underneath my feet, and they'll never rise up again. So instead of being afraid and being limited, he said, when the Lord lights my candle, I run through the troop, I jump over the wall, chase the enemies down. <laughs> so some, I've been to the church, I call it the first flat-faced church, because that's the ones who ran at the wall and did not get over the wall. <laughs> So they have a look of disappointment, come on. <laughs> Things don't seem to be working for them. Well, don't run at the wall without getting your candle lit. 
That would be the key right there. So your candle, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Proverbs 20, 27. The spirit of man, in other words, you're made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. But the spirit of man is the part of you that is most like God and created in the image of God with the capacity for God himself, his life, his nature, his joy, his power. Actually, the Holy Spirit himself can move in you because you were made in the image of God. I said God himself can live in you because he made you with that capacity. Amen. Are y'all still with me? So the Lord will light your candle. So that's what happens here. In other words, uh, you don't just get filled with the Holy Spirit once. There's a continual filling with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so sometimes when you're facing a challenge and there's a wall or things surrounding you, you say, Father God, I'm asking you for a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. I'm asking you to strengthen me in my inner man according to the inexhaustible resources of your mighty person and presence and power for a supply of the Holy Ghost to hit my inner man and strengthen me with mighty power. Praise the Lord. When your inner man is strengthened, it changes your countenance. When your inner man is strengthened, it changes your voice. In other words, the Holy Spirit will take the victim out of your voice. You know, some people, even when they're confessing the word, they kind of got a little whine in their voice. You know what I mean? But the Holy Spirit will take the whine out of your voice and the victim out of your voice. In other words, you cannot be dominated by the enemy when the Holy Spirit is working in your inner man with mighty power. So he says, Father God, I'm asking you for what? Really, it's a fresh anointing and a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. He says, strengthen with mighty power. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 40 says that he gives power to the faint. And to them who have no might, he increases strength. So there must be more strength available. And when you're saying, I just can't take it no more. Well, there must be more strength available. Where the Holy Spirit strengthens your inner man and makes you more than a match for the devil or any situation you'll face. You ought to just thank God for the Holy Spirit. So now there's many good translations of this if you get the scripture study guide. <laughs> That's a really good translation of this prayer right here. One translation says he gives you the power to win by his spirit the power to win by his spirit working in your inner man. In other words, God's planning on you winning. Come on, winning runs in your family. Amen, and the Holy Spirit has a reputation for working with some real losers and making them champions. Are y'all still here? In other words, so the Holy Spirit will work with people that you think are a failure, they're a loser, but the moment the Holy Spirit gets involved, 
Come on, God's planning on you winning in life, winning in your mind, winning in your body, winning in your finances, winning in your marriage, winning in your family. Come on, you'll not be a victim. Come on, the power of the Holy Spirit strengthen your inner man, amen. And notice this prayer means it must not be automatic. In other words, the desire that you have and knowing the answer is simply when you humble yourself and say, God, I realize it is your strength and your spirit that work in me. So I humble myself and I yield to the Holy Spirit. All right, now listen close. Yielding to the Holy Spirit is not a passive thing. All right, let's try that one more time. Yielding to the Holy Spirit is not a passive thing. You know what that means? Some people say, well, I'm yielding right now. <laughs> no, yielding to the Holy Spirit is an act. Amen. It is an act. To yield to the Holy Spirit simply means he will prompt you, he will talk to you, and he will guide you in an act. Actually, Smith Wigglesworth said it this way, a man can have a gift from God and never know it until he acts in faith. All right, well, let's just try this out over here. Come on. Come on, a man or a woman. Come on, let's say, because he's talking about Elisha, that when Elisha got that mantle, come on, he went over and hit that water. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? He said he probably didn't feel nothing. He didn't feel any different until he acted in faith. And when he hit that water, they said the same spirit's on Elijah is on Elisha in the water part. In other words, you can have a gift from God and never know it until you act in faith. So the Holy Spirit will prompt you and you yield to him. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Come on, fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Come on, this is a come on, this is this is your great secret weapon. <laughs> I said, this is your great secret weapon. Come on, you look like a regular person on the outside, but on the inside, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you. And when we dismiss church tonight, you don't have to leave him here. He'll go home with you, go to the house with you. He'll drive with you. He gets involved in everything that concerns you. So my daddy always said, the Holy Spirit is a genius. If you listen to him, he'll make you look smart. If you ignore him, you're going to look normal, which ain't that smart. Well, the Holy Spirit is a genius. It would be a shame to have a genius living in you and you be doing all the talking. Come on, if you got a genius on the inside of you, you need to yield to him and let him talk. Oh, he's got some good ideas, too, I'm telling Amen. Wigglesworth said, the Holy Spirit, when you yield to him, he will think through your mind, and he will speak through your lips, and he will magnify Jesus in a way that you never could without his help. All right, let's try that one more time. The Holy Spirit, come on, this is happening in your inner man. The Holy Spirit will do what? Think through your mind. And you can tell when he's thinking through your mind. Because he don't think like you. Come on, he changes the way you think. So the Holy Spirit will rise up on the inside of you and think through your mind. 
He will bring to your remembrance everything Jesus said to you. Come on, everything Christ has done for you or the Holy Spirit's job is to take what Jesus has done for us, come on, and make it a reality in us. Or the Holy Spirit's job is to take what Christ has done for us and is doing for us and translate that into personal victory. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, something is lost in translation. And you can tell by looking at people, they're like, what's that? Come on, I've traveled all over the world, and you can have a good translator, interpreter, and you can have a bad one. <laughs> Amen. The Holy Spirit's job is to take what Christ has done for us and translate that. Come on, and he, even if you're a slow learner, he will work with you till you get it. You're like, I ain't getting it. The Holy Spirit said, let me explain it to you this way and this way until you go, ah, that's what Jesus has done for me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, this is a joke, but I, I like to tell this joke. You know, it's a funny joke about a monk that lived in a monastery trying to be holy, sacrificial life, trying to be holy. He lived in a monastery and for years. And finally, one day, he went down into the basement and he studied the archives, you know, the original manuscripts of the scriptures. And they heard him scream out of the basement. And he screamed, oh, it's celebrate. <laughs> that all those years he had been living celibate and the original translation was to <laughs> celebrate. Something was lost in translation. So, so I, you can go to church and you can see people, they think, uh, but once you get the real translation of what Jesus has done for you, you go, ah, it's celebrate. Hallelujah. Victory is mine. Amen. Go to the next verse here. We, we stay busy just with the first verse here. Now look at this, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. So immediately he comes from the Holy Spirit strengthening your inner man to the reality that Christ lives in you. You could say the highest function of your faith is to have the consciousness that Christ lives in you. You know, there's a lot of things you can do with your faith, but the highest function of your faith that Christ dwells in your heart by faith. In other words, when you're yielded to the Holy Spirit, he brings you into the consciousness that Christ lives in you. His life is in you. His righteousness, his presence, his anointed, the anointing, anointed one and his anointing dwell on the inside of me. Praise the Lord. So sometimes you get up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you just say, all right, Holy Spirit, I know you're in there. <laughs> Come on, look in the mirror. Come on, tell yourself, don't look down while I'm talking to you. Look in the mirror. Come on and say, come on, the Holy Spirit lives in that man right there. And say, Holy Spirit, I know you're in there. And I recognize you and I yield to you and I need your help and assistance today. I want you to rise up on the inside of me and think through my mind. Wigglesworth said you'll miss a thousand pitfalls if you'll be led by the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. How many like to at least miss a few pitfalls? Amen. How many of you, he'll bring you out of some, but it's nice to miss a few of them. So the Holy Spirit, when you yield to him, he says, now you become conscious that Christ lives in you. Or you could take the teaching of Jesus in John 14, 15, and 16, which it would take us, you know, a few months to cover all those verses. But John 14, 15, 16, here's what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. John 14, I'm just giving you like the overview here because for time's sake. He said, Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, call him the comforter, call him the spirit of truth. And Jesus seemed to be pretty excited about him. <laughs> Jesus wasn't like, well, I'm going to go away and I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit and see what he can do with y'all. Now, Jesus is excited. He said, when the comforter comes, come on, when he comes, he's with you now, but in that day, he will be in you. Amen. He will dwell in you. You know him. Come on, he's with you. You recognize his presence. You recognize his anointing, but something is going to happen on the cross. Something's going to happen in his death and resurrection that the Holy Spirit is going to move on the inside of you and he's going to be with you forever. And Jesus said, and when he moves on the inside of you, he said, you're going to know that I'm in the Father, you're in me, and I'm in you which means you cannot yield to one person of the Trinity without being involved in all three. Let's try that again. I said you cannot be yielded to the Holy Spirit without being conscious of Jesus Christ himself and the Father God himself. You get filled with one and you get all three. He says, he dwells with you. He shall be in you. He's going to dwell in you forever. And Jesus said, and when the spirit of truth is come, he said, he called him the spirit of truth. Other translations call him the spirit of reality. All right, what does that mean? That means you no longer live in the unrealities and the fantasies and the deceptions and the lies and the broken promises of this temporary world. You live in the reality of eternity that God is your father and Jesus is alive and he's your Lord. Praise God. That's where the Holy Spirit takes what Christ has done for you and he makes it a reality in you. Praise the Lord. Or you cannot be any closer to Jesus than you're yielded to the Holy Spirit. So it's going to be essential that you and I do what? Learn about the Holy Spirit. Learn to recognize him. Learn to yield to him. Praise the Lord. All right, go back to Ephesians. Go back to Ephesians. Go back to Ephesians because we've got we to work on Ephesians chapter 3. That courage to dwell in your heart by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. Go to the next verse. That you may be able to comprehend with all saints the breadth, length, and depth, and height. And next verse, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, which means a couple of things. It's beyond your natural intellect, but also means that there's no end to it. That you and I, we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Everybody say filled. Filled. 
that we might be filled with what? So that means through the power of the Holy Spirit, there's nothing in God that you can't be filled with. All right, let's say this for a minute here. Praise the Lord. Because, I mean, we were struggling right along there just thinking, well, I know I'm forgiven. I hope I'm forgiven. I'm trying to believe I'm forgiven. But God's got a lot more for you than just you like I believe I'm forgiven. He wants you to be filled with the fullness of God. You're like, wow. <laughs> if you ain't impressed with that, you just had not seen him lately. You'll be filled with all the fullness of God. Wow, when you get filled, come on, everybody say filled. filled. Other translations say that you would be strengthened in your innermost being and personality. That means the Holy Spirit has the power to change your personality. Look at somebody and say, you might consider that. I said, the Holy Spirit... <laughs> Come on, you're not just stuck with the personality you have and say, well, let me tell you how I am. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, he changes everything. He takes what Jesus has done for you. Come on, if you're kind of grouchy, you get filled with the love of God. Amen. Come on, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, everybody looks better to you. You can almost tell how filled you are with the Spirit of God by how other people look to you. Let's try that again. I said, if you look at other people and you're seeing all their faults and their failures and you can barely stand to be around them. And I'm not just talking about married people right now. <laughs> How did he know? All right, listen. In other words, things that you never saw. Come on, how many of y'all been married? Things you never saw before you got married. And suddenly you started noticing. After a second, you're like, no, I never noticed that about them. What happened? Well, you were so in love before. Come on, it just covered a multitude of sins. <laughs> Amen. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the love of God floods your heart. And so you don't even notice things about other people. They don't irritate you the way that they would otherwise. In other words, in Colorado, when the rivers are filled, there's a lot of trash that you never see because the water level is high. When the water level is low, you see trash everywhere. And when the water level is low in the Holy Ghost in your life, you see what's wrong with everybody and everything. But when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it covers up a lot of trash. That's why you can have very few happy churches without the help of the Holy Spirit. And you can certainly have no interracial churches without the help of the Holy Spirit. Are y'all serious? Because, yeah, you get the white people go over there. Come on, the brown people go over there. Come on, the other people go over there. They got their own little church. You go over to your church. You get to heaven. How do you think God's going to divide up heaven? Listen, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, come on now, that's where the love of God prevails, and you're not even looking at different people's color of their skin, come on, what they look like on the outside. It's hard to have an interracial church without the Holy Ghost. Because people just will go on to their own little group. I know, I know y'all talking about it. Come on now, because I pastored a church that was 50%, uh, you know, <laughs> white people, red people. Then another 50% 
African-American people. Come on. And then uh, 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 in that group, we had Filipinos and Hispanics. Come on. And we all just had the best time. I thought it would be a shame to have a church with just one kind of people. Oh, thank you for your enthusiasm. I said, be ashamed. Just, come on. God created everybody. Come on. And you get filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on. It'll be like heaven on earth. But you cannot overcome those differences without the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't even get along with white people without the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm talking to the white people. You can't even stay married without the help of the Holy Spirit. Are y'all still here? I see some of y'all staring at me. I only got one night. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the love of God overcomes all natural human barriers. Intellectual barriers come on there, financial barriers, racial barriers. They all disappear in the power and the flow of the Holy Ghost. Ha-ha! And he says that you and I might be filled with all the fullness of God. Other translations say that you might have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body filled and flooded with God himself. Flooded means more than you can contain. Flooded means that you are saturated. Flooded means that it's more than you can control. Come on with your own little natural mind. When you yield to the Holy Spirit, he will change your personality. If you're kind of backward, he'll give you joy and he'll give you boldness. Come on, if you're kind of mean and ugly, he'll make you nice. Come on and fill you up with love. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. To know the love of Christ, which passes us, you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Look at verse 20. Woo, come on. You cannot separate verse 20 from 19, 18, 17, 16. Verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do what? Exceedingly. Let's read it out loud together. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Come on, I'm preaching all over East Africa and you'll find people of one tribe can't get along with somebody from another tribe. But when the Holy Ghost gets involved, come on now, they have one tribe called the shorts and another tribe called the tall. Come on now. (laughs) And usually the tall ones would dominate the government. But when they get filled with the Holy Ghost, you have the short ones and the tall ones, come on now, and the smart ones and people of different towns and they all fill up one church. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. I said, that's the power of the Holy Ghost. Woo, come on, the power of God working in us, filling us. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or even think. 
let's say it this way. When you're yielded to the Holy Spirit and filled with the Holy Spirit, God's working on things that you've never even thought about. I said, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, God's working on things that you've never even asked for. You had no consciousness that you ever asked for that or you even thought about it. And God said, watch me do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. And you're like, well, I never even thought about that. Praise God. So when the Holy Spirit works in us, if you go to Ephesians 5.18, again, Ephesians 5.18, it says, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Here's the way uh, Wigglesworth said it. Be not drunk with wine, we're in his excess, but be filled with the Spirit. You know, people need all kinds of stuff nowadays. I need stuff, man. I need stuff. You got like, you got one drugstore on one corner and one on the other store. You can drive through, you know, just get, get stuff. You just drive up there and say, I need drugs. <laughs> and if you can't get it that way, go to the wrong neighborhood and get it over there. In other words, get it that way. Now you got legalized marijuana. People need all kinds of help. If you got filled with the Holy Ghost, you'd be surprised how happy you could be without marijuana. You can actually get intoxicated with the Holy Ghost. When you're filled with the Spirit. So here's the way Wigglesworth said it. The Holy Spirit. Whoo, thank God for the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. He said being filled with the Holy Spirit is not an option. Just a luxury. It is not just a luxury it is a divine command. Yes. All right, let's try that again. We are commanded by God to be filled with the Spirit. And Wigglesworth said, to the measure that you fail of this, you are that far short of the plan of God for your life. Let's try this again, because i tell you what, man, what time is it? i got to get moving. He said, we are commanded by God to be filled with the Spirit. And the measure that you fail of this, you're that far short of the plan of God for your life. In other words, learning to yield to the Holy Spirit, to be filled and saturated with the Holy Spirit. Again, Wigglesworth said, our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind and our natural thinking is to be filled and filled again with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Let's try that again. Our only safeguard, come on, lay hands on your heads. I need some help in my mind. Our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind. Come on, you might have got filled on Sunday, but by Tuesday you drop back to your natural mind. The only safeguard to keep you from dropping back to your natural mind is to get filled on Monday and get filled on Tuesday and get up in the morning and begin to magnify the Lord and pray in the Holy Ghost and pray in a supernatural language. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Yielded to the Holy Spirit. First thing they did is they spoke in a supernatural language. And Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, when I speak in other tongues, my spirit is talking to God. 
Listen, so much happened in the new creation in what Jesus has done for you that your identification with him in his death and in his resurrection, in his ascension, and his seating, and the resources, you're an heir of God, a joint heir with Christ. So much happened there that God had to design a new language to help you talk about it. Let's try that again. I said, so much happened when you were a new creature in Christ. You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. You're an heir of God, a joint heir with Christ. You have the same authority that God gave to Christ. Come on, you can cast out devils, heal the sea. So much happened there that God said, I'll have to give them a whole new language so they'll even be able to touch and talk about it. Paul said, my spirit is edified. He said, my spirit is speaking divine secrets and mysteries in fellowship with God. Talking to God. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Building yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on, I call that God's head bypass operation. Why would God want to bypass your head? You ought to know why God wants to bypass your head. Come on, because your thinking and your natural thinking cannot, come on now, let's go. I said cannot, come on, cannot. First Corinthians chapter two. Let's go here real quick. I'll come back to this, be filled with the spirit. Excuse me for preaching because I was going to teach, but I'm trying to cover more territory here. Go ahead and laugh a minute. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 2, go down to verse what, 10, 11, 12. We'll keep going. Start at 10. Go to verse 9 start there. Y'all got it? Y'all watch it. As it is written, I have not seen nor heard neither into all the men the things that God has prepared for those who love him. How many of y'all love him? Amen. He's got some stuff for you. Go to the next verse. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the head of God's revelation department. Y'all still here? In other words, the Holy Spirit is in show business. He says, let me show you something. <laughs> gifts of the Spirit, nine gifts of the Spirit, three of them are utterance gifts. That means everything in the world happens by speaking. So you cannot just speak in your natural language. He gives you this supernatural language because things are happening while you're praying in the Spirit in another language. You got three utterance gifts, three revelation gifts, and three power gifts. And none of them are activated until you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is the door into the supernatural realm of God. That's why the devil fights. Come on now. Come on, the Holy Spirit talking in tongues, trying to make it look ridiculous. But let me tell you this, the Word got a lot to say. Paul said, I thank my God I talk in tongues more than all of y'all. 
The Holy Spirit gives you access to the deep things of God. Go to the next verse. He says, for what man knows the things of a man save the spirit of man that's in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. He says, who knows the things about you? Come on, even you don't know stuff about yourself until you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, you think you got yourself figured out. Listen, your peanut brain, you ain't figured yourself out. Come on, God's got stuff and gifts and callings for your life that'll never be accessed until you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You'll find things out about yourself when you're filled with the Holy Ghost that you never even knew about yourself. Why? Because it's in your spirit and you've been running your life with your intellect and your peanut brain, come on now, for 40 years, 50 years. Come on, that's why you got that empty stare on your face right now. Come on. <laughs> when you get, somebody say, I got God figured out. Listen, if you could figure out God, we would all be disappointed. <laughs> come on, God's ways, his thoughts. Come on, you must have the Holy Spirit to help you access the mind of God and the ways of God. You can't figure that out with your brain. God, the almighty God that inhabits eternity. Come on now. He came down and got in a body in the name of Jesus. Come on now. He walked around destroying the works of the devil. And then on the day of Pentecost, he filled men with the Holy Ghost. What you think the devil saw on the day of Pentecost? He's having trouble one, with one Jesus. And now you got 120 got the same. <laughs> you're not just a forgiven sinner you're a new creation in Christ made alive together with Christ raised up together with Christ seated together with him in heavenly places you ought to shout right now you is a good place to shout you're so high you ought to look down and say where's the devil at I can't even see him down there he's under your feet Go ahead and laugh a minute. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. We have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely. Boy, you ought to get happy already. Are y'all still with me here? The things freely given to us of God, or you could say it this way, the Holy Spirit helps us to receive the things of God. Or let's say it this way, when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, he takes your receiving to a whole new level. In other words, things God's been trying to get to you, whether it's revelation, whether it's wisdom, whether it's strength, whether it's healing, whether it's blessing, whether it's victory, the moment you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you are able to receive. Praise the Lord. Think about things that God's been trying to get to some of us and we weren't able to receive it. But when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, He'll bypass your head, bypass your intellect. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Look at verse 13. Uh, Which things also we speak. Ah, there's the speaking again. 
Not the words which man's wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Ghost. Everybody say the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual words. Verse 14. Now the natural man. Oh, we had to bring him up. The natural man. He didn't say it was a bad man. He didn't say it was an evil person. He just said it's a natural person. Y'all still are natural. The word for natural is the word for soul, mind, or intellect. Other translations, the man of the highest intellectual attainment. That means people smarter than us. The man of the highest intellectual attainment cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. Are y'all still here? Because that means if you come in here and think you're smart, you're in some serious trouble. There ain't but one person smart here, and that's Jesus, right? That's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you find out how ignorant you actually are. That's why you pray, right? You get down, get filled with the Holy Ghost. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. Why? Well, they're foolishness. Come on, just speaking in other tongues to some people's foolishness. Then if you've ever been in a Pentecostal spirit-filled church where people get happy and start jumping and rejoicing and laughing, then other people say, now that's foolish. <laughs> well, good, that qualifies you for this natural man right here. <laughs> because you cannot get filled with the Holy Ghost and act ordinary. Come on, they have Pentecost, they all had fire on their head. You can't get fire on your head and not move. Come on now, you cannot get fire on your head and act normal. Come on, when the fire of the Holy Ghost burns in you, there'll be some joy, there'll be some rejoicing. Come on, there'll be some people that it's so much they just fall out on the floor. Other people, they go, ah! They start running, they act like they're on fire. The Bible says God himself in Ezekiel looks like a man that's on fire. You can't get in the presence of God without getting on fire. Ezekiel said, I saw God. Come on, he's not full of jello. Come on now. He said, when I saw God, he looked like a man. He had fire from his loins down, fire from his loins up. He looked like a man on fire. People say, I want to be close to the Lord. Well, get ready to get on fire. What does the fire do? Well, number one, it burns up the chaff and the stuff that's been hindering you. What else does that fire do? It ignites the gift and the call of God on the inside of you so you don't doubt what God has called you to be, what he's called you to do. He said it's foolishness to the natural man. Even when you're praying in other tongues, if you've been filled with the Spirit for years and you start out praying in tongues, your mind goes, what you doing? How long you plan on doing that? because I've got things i got to do. So your natural, your natural mind wants to keep you in the natural, but you don't belong to the natural. You belong to the realm of God. You belong to the realm of the Spirit. God created you for this. He redeemed you for this. Come on now, launch out of the natural, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, praise the Lord. 
So they're foolishness. Come on, while you're praying the Holy Ghost, the devil says, what you doing? You waste your time. You said, well, I figured you'd say that. <laughs> Dad Hagen said he prayed in other tongues for five hours wow. until he hit a gusher. Wow. He said, once I hit the gusher, it never took me five hours again to hit it. Because yeah. I found out where it was. <laughs> I, I'm concerned about people that claim to be filled with the Spirit that have never hit a gusher. And you can tell they're like, because if you ever hit a gusher, you're like, I just hit a gusher. <laughs> Amen. The power of the Holy Ghost. Taking time and yielding to the Spirit until you're filled. He says, he says there because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, the things of God, the Holy Spirit gets you on the Spirit, which is the Greek word pneuma. He gets you on the pneuma channel so you can receive from God. Otherwise, you're going to be on the intellectual channel. The mental channel. And you can tell what channel people are on. Amen. When I lay hands on people, the anointing feels just like electricity flow right out of me. People on the natural channel, the anointing won't even go into them. People on the spiritual channel, the anointing, boom, like that, and they go, what? People on the natural channel are like, uh, I didn't get nothing. You're on the wrong channel. Adjust your set. Come on in. A, in the United States, you got AM and FM. You ain't going to find the channel on FM on AM. Come on, it's a different channel. You can even turn AM up real loud, and you still are not going to get FM. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. All right, go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 14, 13, 14. Galatians 3, 13, 14. All right, I got to come back to this. Y'all pray for me real quickly here. Praise God. Amen. When you get up in the morning, just say, Lord, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. He dwells in me. He's my helper, strengthener, intercessor. Right, look at this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, a written curse to everyone that hangs on a tree. How many of y'all like that verse? Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Look at that. The blessing, leave it on 14, the blessing of Abraham, you're redeemed from the curse, and the blessing, the blessing comes when you receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. In other words, the blessing is not just the promise of the Spirit, but the promise of the Spirit helps you receive the blessing. That's why sometimes that anointing would fill up a place when Dad Hagen was there. In those meetings, we went to a bunch of those meetings, and sometimes he'd walk around, that anointing would be so strong, he would just say, be blessed, and the whole row would fall down. I was in many of those meetings. I'd actually would sit on the end to see if I could get him to slap me. Now, he didn't slap you hard. He would just kind of pump, tap you in the head. If you would receive that anointing, sometimes he would just say, be blessed. And if you receive that anointing, every time I would go home and I would find supernatural increase. Why? Because when you're yielded to the Holy Spirit, he's the one who takes the blessing, bam, and helps you take it to the house. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands up and thank God for the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. He's our helper, our strengthener, our intercessor. He is the greater one. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. 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 I yield to the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm asking you, Lord, that you would grant us according to the riches of your glory. Come on, to be strengthened with mighty power by your spirit indwelling our inner man, our innermost being and personality. Amen. Let's lift our hands up. Lord, I'm asking you right now, every man, every woman, every person in here, to be filled and filled again a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit that we would be strengthened with mighty power. Mighty power. Mighty power according to the riches of your glory that we might be filled with the fullness of God. Strengthened with mighty power by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling us, living in us that we yield to the Holy Ghost. We yield to him. We recognize him. He is the greater one that lives in us. Our helper, our strengthener. Praise God. Praise God. I said praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Woo! Praise the Lord. Come on, Jesus said, out of your belly, rivers of living water will flow. Come on, that means there's healing in that water, revelation in that water. There's blessing in that river. Come on, rivers of flow. The very life of God flow out of our belly. Come on, overflow in your soul, overflow in your body. The very life of God, the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. We have so much to learn. We have so much to learn. We yield to you, Holy Spirit, to teach us and lead us and to guide us. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He's my helper. He's my strengthener. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Come on, yield to the Holy Ghost right now. Yield your tongue to him right now. Begin to speak out, talking to your Father God in a supernatural language that you never have learned, praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up on your most holy faith. Pray 
wind in the Holy Ghost. To be filled and filled again. Fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. Fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty, freedom from bondage of every kind. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Filled and filled again. To launch us out of the natural into the realm of the spirit, believing God. For the will of for the will of God and the plan of God to be forthcoming. All the help of your spirit. The help of the Holy Ghost. Ha ha ha. Hallelujah. All right, listen, listen, listen just for a moment. I'm, I'm having much fun as y'all are. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Fill with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You can sit back down just for a moment. I'm just about finished here because we're about out of time. One of these days, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You have your own property and your own building. And amen. amen. You won't have to have nobody tell you what to do. Amen. We can have church as long as we want to. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Come on. He's your best friend. I said, he's your best friend. It don't matter who walks out of your life. The Holy Ghost say, I'm still here. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Thank God. Here's what William Barclay said for the word for the Holy Spirit, the advocate or the word is the word paraclete. And he said, this word refers to someone, someone who is called into help in a situation with which a man by himself cannot cope. So when Jesus said the Holy Spirit's coming, he will help you in a situation that you cannot get help naturally. Amen. Here's the advocate. Here said the Holy Spirit. He says this, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, is the kind of comfort and consolation in distress which keeps a man on his feet when left to himself, he would collapse. It is the comfort or the strength that enables a man to pass the breaking point and not to break. Come on, there's things that happen in your life that you just feel like you can't take it no more. Come on, if you live very long, there's stuff come against you, the enemy come against you, confusion come against you, depression come against you, pain come against your life, and you say, what in the world, how, am I, can, how can I take it? But the Holy Spirit rises up on the inside of you, and you pass the breaking point, and you do not break because he strengthened your inner man who would have had a nervous breakdown, but he strengthened your inner man with a mighty power. Oh, I know. So you did not collapse. You did not quit. You did not give up. Amen. 
Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit himself helps our infirmities. He helps our infirmities. Amen. The word infirmity there means weaknesses of every kind. Actually, the word for infirmity there, he helps our infirmity. Rick Renner pointed out that word infirmity means a mental oppression and a reoccurring plague. In other words, he said it's not a minor weakness. He said this word infirmity, the Holy Spirit helps, takes hold together with us against infirmities, every kind of weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered with our articulate speech and our natural language. The Holy Spirit helps us speak out of our spirit in a supernatural language and he makes intercession for us, listen to this, according to the will of God. That means all of hell will come against you and try to block the will of God for your life, but when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, he takes hold together with you and helps you to pray for the will of God for your life, his will for your healing, his will for your blessing, his will for your victory, his will for your life. Come on, the Holy Ghost helps you to pray according to the will of God. And when the Holy Spirit's involved, he says, and we know all things will work together for good to them who love God and are called according to his purpose. That means all things. That means no matter what the devil brought against your past, your life, come on naturally. The moment the Holy Spirit gets involved, he said, I'm going to take all things and I'm going to make it work together for your good, for the purpose of God for your life. Come on, the devil meant it for evil, but God said, I'll turn it around for your good. I said the devil meant it to destroy you, but the Holy Ghost turned it around for you. Glory to God. Come on, the riches of his glory and his goodness in the person of the indwelling Holy Spirit. This is your secret weapon that you can yield to the Holy Ghost. Yield your tongue and speak out of your spirit. You don't have to scream. You don't have to holler. Come on, we're at church right now, so we're among a group of believers so we can holler if we want to. But if you're at home, or you're in your truck, or you're in your car, come on now, you're in the grocery store, out of your belly, rivers of living utterance will come up out of your belly. The Holy Spirit, come on, your helper, your strengthener, Come on, when pressure's coming against your mind, come on, and pain's working in your body, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, come on, he gives life. It'll get That life gets in your blood, gets in your bones, gets in your skin, and sickness and disease leave your body, and pain leaves your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You ought to laugh, ha, ha, ha. Come on, have you ever been under pressure? Let me tell you, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Here's the way Dad Hagen said, now, I'm running out of time, see, but <laughs> he makes intercession for us. And Rick Renner said the word for intercessor there 
is, is someone who comes across somebody that fell in a pit and no way to escape. And the intercessor is the one who gets in the pit with you and brings you out. Amen. In other words, the Holy Spirit doesn't just stand outside the pit and tell you how to get out. He gets right in the middle of your problem and pulls you out. While you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Dad Hagen said he taught people faith. He said, I and Dad Hagen's one of the best faith teachers I ever heard because he learned from Jesus, so you can't beat that too bad. <laughs> faith, how to receive from God, how to overcome by faith. He said, but I found people, I taught them faith to the best of my ability, and they never were healed until they were filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, I taught them faith. They never were received. He said, not just one or two, many. And when they got filled with the Holy Ghost, one lady had cancer, and Dad Hagen taught her faith. She wasn't receiving or healing. But when she got filled with the Holy Ghost, said a beam of light, size of a pencil, came out of the ceiling, hit her in her forehead, went through her whole body, and cancer left her body. Why? What happens? When you yield to the Holy Spirit, that's an act of faith. So it'll take all your faith to a new level. The way you receive him will determine how you receive everything. You cannot ignore him. I said you cannot ignore him. Come on, you got to yield to him. Be filled with him. In your natural mind, come on, your natural feelings try to dominate you. Just get up in the morning and begin to worship God. And then begin to pray in the spirit. Yield to the Holy Ghost. Let those rivers flow out of you. What does that do? The way you receive the Holy Spirit determines how you receive from God. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands up. Father God, we thank you for your word. Ha, 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 ha. There's joy in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> we ask you tonight that everything the Holy Spirit was sent to do, that we yield to him, recognize him. He's the greater one, that he'll think through our mind and speak through our lips, and he'll magnify Jesus. He'll magnify Jesus, the reality of all that Christ has done for us, that we'll become conscious of Christ, the anointed one, dwelling on the inside of us through the power of the indwelling Holy Ghost that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Come on, that you will be blessed, blessed in ways beyond that you've ever been blessed before. The blessing of the Lord as you're filled with the Holy Ghost. The blessing of the Lord upon your life, every area of your life, by the bandele borosta katalebaha, by the power of the Holy Ghost, and the will of God for your life, that God will get you in the right place at the right time with the right people, the will of God for your life, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up and yield to the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the will of God. 
the plan of God, the purpose of God. Uh -huh. I'm gonna let that river flow out of your belly. Come on, let the river flow. My Father God, my spirit cries out to God. Come on, my spirit yields to God. My spirit, my candle is lit by the power of the Holy Ghost. The blessing of the Lord. Bless coming in. Bless going out. The head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. Bless in your body. Bless in your mind. Bless in your family. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Beyond the natural. Our eyes, our vision, our eyes to flood with light. Flooded with light. The eyes of our heart. That we'll see and we'll know. We'll go. He'll show. Things out of order will come into order by the power of the Holy Ghost. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Victory is mine. Come on, I said victory is yours tonight. Victory in your spirit, in your soul, in your body through the help of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. <laughs> Glory to God. 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 Lift your hands and thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Now open your mouth wide <laughs> and just drink from the presence of God. Come on, open your mouth wide and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled and filled again. Full of joy, full of love. Come on, full of the Spirit of God. The Come on, begin to speak out right now. Pakati Estora. For the gift and the call of God in your life. Activated. To receive and a new dimension and a new level. <laughs> For a double portion of the anointing in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, we are well able to possess the land. Come on, equipped by the Holy Ghost, strengthened by the Holy Ghost. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, come on, every day. I said every day, every morning, open your mouth wide. Yield to the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Now be healed right now from the top of your head 
to the soles of your feet right now. Amen. Come on, I command sickness and disease to leave your body Amen. and depression to leave your soul or your mind and your emotions in the name and by the blood of Jesus that you go free right now in Jesus' name. By the power of the Holy Ghost dwelling in you, you yield to the Holy Spirit every day and rivers of life flow and the blessing of God will flow and the will of God you will see and you will know. <laughs> Thank God for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, come on, the Holy Ghost, your best friend. I said, he's your best friend. Come on, you get in a pit, he'll jump in the pit with you and pull you out. Praise the Lord. Amen, thank God for the Holy Ghost. 